few rolls like the flower. Tell me what it's like to live with superpowers. I don't know, but I'ma get it. Life, what you know about them trenches? You ain't never dig them out in the field. Low crows, the bullets overhead, then you know this jump real. Plenty times that I could've died, can't count cause I'm still here. Front lines for my God, if you wanna fight, devil get killed. Father God, we just thank you for this day, Lord God. Thank you for another day that we see. Thank you, Lord God, for renewing your mercy every day, Lord God. Um, I just pray, Lord God, that you're glorified in this enemy, Father God. Um, and Lord, let your will be done. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to move, whatever you want to speak, Lord God. And the for both of us, Lord God, and we give you all praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Everybody, welcome King Kai to the yeah. Amp by Faith podcast. Um, originally from New York, but he is in Ohio now. So mm -hmm. let the people know who you are and how you came into your walk with Christ. Like who you were before that? What triggered you to turn your life over to God? I was just, I guess you say like a regular kid. Um, my family, all my family been saved for, I mean, since I was a little, little boy, I was born into a saved family. Um, they went to church. My mother didn't necessarily make me go to church, but uh, when I when I got to a certain age, she just asked me, like, do you want to go? And I wanted to. So I remember with my grandpa, I accepted the Lord when I was about five or six years old. So mm -hmm. did I live the life? Not necessarily. When I got 12, I was on fire for God. Mm -hmm. And then I you know, I backslid a little bit when I turned 18. Well, not a little bit, I backslid. And then, um, got well, don't, don't just roll over that. So backslid yeah. how? Like, were you in the streets? Like, what was going on in your life at that point? At that time, I was learning how to become an adult. I was learning how to become a man. I moved to Philadelphia with my, with my aunt Toya. And she, she, she was taking care of me. Um, my parents thought that was the best thing to do at the time, um, just so I could get a job and start things on my own. And um, that was a rough time for me. It definitely was. I didn't. I just, I just told God straight up. I'm like, I'm. I see all these people doing this, and they all right. I want to go do that. And so mm -hmm. I, that was it. I wanted to go do that. I wanted to be like the world, because they was having fun. They were getting money and this and that. And I was like, I want to do that. I came back crying. <laughs> I don't like it out here. It wasn't, God, God was like, you're not really built for that life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what, at what point in your life did you say, okay, God, I'm going to turn my life over to you? Like, what was that that event or moment mm -hmm. in time you were like, yo, this is it? Yeah, when I, when I was serious and I really dedicated my life back to God, I was... 20, 20 or 21. Uh, well, it was 2016. I remember that. And I was in my, I was living in, I rented out my grandma's house. And my friend Jamal, who's also, he goes by J Anime. So um, in my early music, you'll see him in there. Uh, we just both decided together that we were going to serve God. And it was, it was really about the music because I was making music and I was like, yo, I'm at a crossroad right now where if I make one more song, I need to decide 
whether this is going to be for God or not. And he was at that same point. So we both mm -hmm. just prayed in the room and we just were like, yeah, you know what? We're choosing God. So we're not even going to go the secular route, even though we both said like, yo, we'd be fire. Like if we were secular, like we were mm -hmm. secular artists, we, we do amazing, but we don't, we don't want that lifestyle. So what song that you have out now? Cause I know a lot of people do songs. They don't put them out, but what mm -hmm. song that you have out now that you actually bled on? Like you put your heart into it and you refer back to like, Oh, I was at this stage in my life. And mm -hmm. There's a lot of songs, but I'll say one of my favorites is called You Feel Me. That was the last song on my album, Good Doesn't Get to Heaven. Mm -hmm. And that whole album, I just, I mean, I just put my heart on that whole album. I was in the, I was in the Army. I was um, getting my heart broken like two, three times. And I was just in a rough place, um, fighting depression. And just... It was not a it was not a good mental state and and especially being in the army with that type of mental state it's so it's shaky, but God kept me together and i that that was my outlet and I'm glad I always had the music to um release that stuff so you being in the army were you in battle or are you just on base how did that go for you yeah um i was, I was never in battle I never got deployed um I didn't want to get deployed either. Uh, in 2021, when Biden sent, uh, he, well, <clears throat> he sent a lot of our guys, I was in 82nd Airborne, so he sent a lot of our guys over to Afghanistan and Kuwait, and um, just to recover the, uh, well, one, to help with the troops coming out of there to come back home, because we were, at that time, we were pulling, pulling everyone out from this 2000 what, 2006 or 2008 war in Iraq. And so right. everybody's finally coming home. Um, some some people I know, because we had three battalions, uh, brigades, I'm sorry, in uh, 82nd. And so my man's Anthony went over there. He told me all about it. Um, and he told me some stories and other people, so on and so forth. But while I was serving, I served for three and a half years. But yeah, a lot of people that I knew died. So... Mm -hmm. Um, and that was whether that not even necessarily in that, uh, in that mission, but even in training, even in training, like just knowing people from basic training all the way to me getting to my duty station. Um, a lot of them have, have passed. Um, but that was, that was like, that was a tough one though. Um, uh, with that, with the, uh, pulling out all the troops out and everyone, I mean, if you ask, uh, if you ask around that time, we were all just very sick about the way that was handled and we did yeah. not like Biden like at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. how was your faith at that point where like, did it increase it? Did you feel like, were you questioning God? Did you, you know, what, what, where were you at in your faith at that point? Um, well, my faith was pretty good, even though I was fighting depression and, and doing, well, I still maintain my relationship with the Lord. I still wanted to find a church that was so important to me. And I, I asked God, I said, Lord, like, please let me find any church, even if they just teach the basics, like, let me go to that church. 
And so he opened that door so I could go to church just to get fed because I was, mm-hmm. I was hungry. And yeah, during that time, um, my faith was, it was, my faith in the Lord was fine. It was just the challenges I faced that they were difficult. Um, and I just thank God that he's, even since I was little, he's always protected my mind. And I never like went crazy or anything like that, even emotionally. Excuse me. He always protected my mind. And, um, yeah, it's it's a difficult it's it's a little difficult for me to um articulate but during that time it was a very interesting time of me and God. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't leave. I didn't backslide. I was I was saved. I was just navigating that part of my life and trusting God to get me through that was was hard. It was mm-hmm. it, it was just really hard. I, I know that sometimes we go through hard times and we feel like mm. God is not there and we're calling on him and he's not answering the way we want to. So what is it that kept you saying, okay, I'm still trusting you, even though I don't hear you, even though you're not coming through the way I want you to come through, what was keeping you grounded on that? Mm. The little things, God would do little things for me that as as reminders, like I'm still here, I still got you. And um even little things turn into big things. So throughout my whole career, you could ask my parents. They were like, Yo, are you even a soldier? I got out of so much stuff. I didn't have to go here or when everyone was doing that. I didn't have to go there and do that crazy training over there. Um I had a I had a good time um, because of the people I was around. Even though those people weren't saved, you know, um, God had me still be that light for them. Mm. So, yeah, the little things he would do, like scriptures. I put scriptures in my barracks room, and like Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And that's all I needed to see because my mom, that was like one of the first scriptures that my mother taught me. I needed to see that as a daily reminder. Trust mm. me, trust me, trust me. And just remind myself. Um, I mean, during that, during that time, even in basic training, I read the whole Bible because I just, uh, I needed it. I needed it. Right. And it was really hard to continue the next day and do the same thing. I don't know how I would get through it if I didn't have the Lord. Hmm. Mm, I love to hear that. The fact that you read the whole Bible, like, you know, so many of us thirst for God. We we're thirsty for something to fulfill us and we're, we're searching in the wrong areas. But the fact that Mm -hmm. you picked up your Bible and was like, I I read this cover to cover is incredible. And people that have been Christian for years, countless amount of years, haven't read the whole Bible. So I commend you for that one. And, um, yeah, God really has his hands on you. As far as the music, so mm-hmm. uh, would you say your style is like uh, New York style mixed with Ohio? Because I, I, I feel I hear New York in there, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, I have a lot of influences all over the place. So, yeah, when, when I speak, yeah, sometimes a New York accent comes out, but um it, the the influences are all over. So 
I've I've been I just moved to Ohio. Well, technically last year and and uh, May, so I don't really know how they speak really, and their okay. type of accent hasn't stuck with me yet. Uh, most of the, most of my time is spent in North Carolina, and okay, uh, yeah, this is this is Southern area. Well, my influence really comes from the people I listen to, even the secular in the secular field too. I would listen to Lil Wayne. I would listen to I love Chicago drill. There's mm-hmm. something about it that just like I loved it, even though it was evil. I still liked it. There was an aspect to it that I liked it, and what I found out I liked was war. I war. I liked yeah, fighting. Yeah. I was about to say. Um, so you did a remix to Shooters. Tory Lanez, mm-hmm. I saw that. Like your song Chopper and uh Jesus or die uh Jesus or Die Too. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of shooting and your angels are shooters and stuff like that. What are the what is the backlash you get from society? Because I know religious a lot of religious folks are like, Oh, this is mm-hmm. not, you know, godly like but what do you, what do you what feedback do you get and mm-hmm. how do you handle that? Most of my feedback that I see is on SoundCloud because they can comment mm-hmm. on the song, and so I see people say, like, you know, you can't shoot a demon, you can't kill a demon. How do you do that? And, mm-hmm. and things like simple things like I made a song called Jesus Black question mark, and they were like. Jesus wasn't black. How you know he was black? <laughs> Stuff like that. And I'm <laughs> so the reason why I would say those things in my songs or, or do that in the song anyway was just to provoke a conversation. Because mm-hmm. I wanted people to think about it. I want you to think about was he black? I want you to think about can you kill a demon? Like can you do this? Because mm-hmm. people are taught traditionally in the church, this is it. This is the way it is, black and white, and that's how it is, and that's all it's ever gonna be. They don't ever really get to know God and see the color of God, see the different, how multifaceted he is, how he could, yeah, you can. In the spirit, you can. If I if I use my imagination, which is one of the things in the spirit, it's real. If I, mm-hmm. if I use my imagination, which God gave us, and I pray and I'm using my imagination, I'm now in a place where I'm in spiritual warfare, then I'm, fi- I'm doing those things. Yeah. It's not fake. It's real. That's that's another. You're in a spiritual plane where you can do those things. Same with your dreams, and mm-hmm. the Lord taught me these things about spiritual warfare because He called me a king, and like mm-hmm. I didn't know at a young age, I didn't know exactly what it was. So <clears throat> now that I'm growing up, and now that I'm getting information, and I'm reading the books that He's putting in front of my face, and and just going through life, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning so much spiritually. I'm growing so much spiritually. And this isn't just, it's not just rap to me. Like, you know how people just, oh, I just said it because it sounds cool. Like, to me, mm-hmm. no, this is real life. This is real mm-hmm. life. That's why I went to the Army. Because I wanted to know. I, I shot guns already with my dad. You know, I mm-hmm. shot guns. But I wanted to know, like, what is it like to be a soldier? What is it like to be in the trenches? Mm-hmm. What is it like? So that's why I wanted to go. And when, mm-hmm. I, when I got there, I'm like, it's terrible. <laughs> Awful experience. I, I, right. I didn't like it, but then again, I did at the same time, which is weird, right? So No, no. I mean, you put, this is the thing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. People like to see 
the brighter side of God. Let's see, like, let's glorify the good parts, but they don't talk about how Job was in the trenches, how, you know, other people had to be in this place where they had to experience that to strengthen their spirit, strengthen their faith, you know, and grow themselves. So yeah. the fact that you actually wanted to go in those trenches and experience it so that you can come out on the other side as a stronger person in God, that that's incredible. Like nobody wants, who, who you know wants to do that? Like I'm going to subject myself to get in, uh, God forbid, shot at all this right. and be like, yeah, I need this experience. Nobody's right. doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it had a lot to do with the calling of my life, in particular mm -hmm. why I was even why I even wanted to do it. That's not a normal design, you know. Like, mm -hmm. put that on my head. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and the things too, like the elevation that God brought me through spiritually, um, with the knowledge that He's given me, and even the in-depth study of His Word. Um, just placing people who really know something and can teach me that. And I, wow, like, I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, me learning about dreams, interpretation of dreams, um, imagination, how that's a tool, what the, what spiritual weapons are, how you can fight, how you, how, who is your enemy is. All these things, I had to know this stuff because it correlated with what I was going to do later. So I had to learn first, this is what the Lord always did with me. I had to first learn about myself before I learned about him. Mm -hmm. So even if it came to uh, spiritual warfare, I had to learn about earthly warfare. So I had to learn this first so I could understand the spiritual side. Because he yeah. says, as it is in heaven, so it is in heaven, right? So right. It's, it, it's literal. Like the, yeah, sometimes really the biggest that. war is within ourselves. Mm -hmm. right we do have to dissect ourselves first and understand ourselves first yeah so you gave us your favorite verse which was proverbs three and five right you said your mm -hmm. mom um instilled that in you when you were little yeah why is that a verse that you always revert back to god's word is alive so when you learn something you understand it one way at that time because that's mm -hmm. how you understand it but when you gain more understanding now you see it in a different way and then you go through something else and you see it in a different way and mm -hmm. it's like whoa so it, it, it it's a theme that just keeps popping up. Mm -hmm. like, that was one of the first verses I learned for a reason mm -hmm. because trusting God is not easy it can it can mm. it, it can become easy it can be it can become easy but i say initially no it's not easy it's not easy to trust god because mm. there's too many factors that you have to learn to let go of in order to let god take control and just like you know what? i trust you because I, I have to put that away i can't control this anymore i know this i can't do that i can't do that so i just trust you like take care of it and then you start honestly pressing God, like, yo, I trust you already. Mm -hmm. So when's this going to happen? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right. You right. said it was gonna happen, so what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, and what well, that's my relationship with the Lord. That, but um, yeah, you know, that, it's it's a recurring theme. Period. Whenever yeah. you go through something, you will go through something hard. But whenever you do, you will remember trusting the Lord with all your heart and what that means exactly. It's not. It's not just a simple, okay, I trust you. It's like you have to trust God with all your heart because you can't see what's coming. He mm-hmm. sees everything that's coming, right? So how do you, how can you with your limited sight, you can't even see behind you. So how, how can you trust? <laughs> so for those, are, yeah. for those are who are struggling to keep that control, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, everybody wants to navigate their direction in life and they want to do this and do that but they don't really listen to what god's holy spirit is telling you how can they relinquish that like what what is like two things that they can do to release the control and let god do his work number one number one Hmm. repentance Anything, any sin that you're holding on to, you need to give that over to the Lord. Put that on his feet. You have to repent. You can't do anything with, uh, well, you can't fulfill God's desire or, or be in his favor without repentance. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two is just understanding that Understanding who you are and who God is. You understand those two things? And it sounds simple, but it's a lot more complex. So, disaster Lord, show me who you are. That's something I did when I was younger. Show me who you are. Prove yourself. Mm -hmm. Prove God. And when I really saw that God was who he said he was, it was easy to trust him after that. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it becomes easy. It's not easy at first. Yeah, but you said you told God to reveal himself to you. I I did the same thing. And Mm -hmm. when he did, even though the journey maybe it's like, Oh, it's hard to trust you right now. I just revert back to that time. I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep that. Keep that. You can can take it. You understand. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, okay. So what is, uh, the worst advice that you've ever heard? that somebody's ever given you in life in the worst yeah the worst advice i probably heard a lot i don't remember listen to Mm. so (laughs) i heard a lot i was in the army i heard a lot of terrible advice did i listen to it no what okay so what is an advice that you heard but you know that if somebody was to take that it would steer their direction away from god there's a lot of fear when it comes to the unknown, so a lot of people tell people not to do things out of fear when that mm. might be the thing that you should do. I can't say exactly specifically because the problem is different. Yeah. I'll use a specific example with me. I was looking to, to learn more about God. I was introduced to the for books. Oh, and, I just got one. Yeah. So yeah. I was reading the book of Enoch, Jasher, and Bell and the Dragon. 
there was there were more. But when I was reading those books, uh, I'm not gonna say who, but a person who's significant in my life said, "Hey man, yo, I don't know about that. Be careful about that. I don't know that, you know, because people always say they just repeating what they hear. Mm-hmm. Like those those books, you know, they some you know that I don't know they're not scripture this and that. As the Lord, as <clears throat> the Lord. To, to show me and tell me not, not him you know what i'm saying so i appreciate that he did bring that up because the thoughts will come if somebody says mm-hmm. something to you you're going to think about the thing that they said but ultimately i always ask the lord show me the truth show me what you want me to see and he will yeah so i i kind of heard the same thing with the apocrypha books i just bought one of the 54 books of apocryphy and then i really did my research on it it's kind of like a continuation of the bible it's taking those books and really uh expanding them for understanding Mm -hmm. and uh when i read the the story of adam and eve it was like oh okay so i'm taking and i'm taking scriptures from the bible and i'm like correlating them and Mm -hmm. it gives me more understanding of how things went so Mm-hmm. It is up to your own discretion, but yeah, people. A lot of people are like, "Oh, don't read that. That's not that's not yeah. the Bible." But yeah, I, um, I would be so bold as to say it is scripture, and I'll tell people that because when I read it and I read the definition of scripture, like Paul said, "All scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit." And when I read that and I see the definition, I'm like, mm. "I mean, shoot." My songs are inspired by the Holy Spirit, so you can find that scripture. Am I going to do that? But, no, but yeah. <laughs> we'll have a whole uproar, yeah, like, right. what's going on, <laughs> right? But no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if the Holy Spirit is having you to write that and you're you're writing it from experience and stuff like that, yeah, why yeah. why not? Why wouldn't yeah. it be scripture? So if I, could, if I could be edified by what I'm reading, and this is inspired by Spirit, then I'll consider that scripture. And so, especially when I read the book, you know, I, I couldn't see nothing but Jesus Christ all over that. Mm. So, that's what I was I'm going to read that next. I didn't read it yet, but in yeah. the Apocrypha, I haven't read it, read mm. it yet, but I'm going to. That's just my personal opinion. And, and from what I personally feel, that's just how I see it. Mm. Okay. All right, so what's coming up next for you in the music, in life, anything? Yeah. Um, so, well, I just did a bunch of features uh, with the younger cats that are coming out. <clears throat> you got Cool, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> you got Kello, uh, VBS Big Rock, uh, Michael and God fan. And a lot of the younger artists that are out here that are definitely um, like producers, like a female producer named Lacey, the girl Lacey, and um, so on and so forth, just working with them, features, music, the 28th of this month, which I think is a Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm dropping a little album, a continuation of Quick Tapes or Quick Tape 5 will be dropped the 20th of January. And okay. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. And um, I have a daughter. Oh. So that's new. 
being a father is great. You know, yes, just, congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank you. God blessings and blessings on blessings. Yeah. That's good to hear. All right. So any last word for the audience, any upcoming artists, like what is your advice you want to give to the world? Mm, I'll say this. I'll say this. Seek the kingdom of heaven first. Seek the kingdom of heaven Amen. first. Amen. Everything that you do. Yes. That's going to be the gist of everything that you can spoke of. Right. All right, guys. Thank you, King Kai, for coming on to the Amp by Faith podcast. Guys, I will link all his music in the description below. And we will see you next episode. Until then, may God be the glory. Thank you, um, King, and we'll see you soon. No problem. Peace, y'all. All right. But you rose like the flower. Tell me what it's like to live with superpowers. I don't know, but I'ma get it.